Hello, everyone, and welcome to All of Us. My name is Rachel Wade. I'm the Chief Encourager and Founder here at All of Us, and I want to say welcome. Today, for episode number 45, I have my sister, my friend, a fellow co-laborer, Aniki Diggy with me. This is part of the Leading and Loving series here at All of Us. This is part four, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. So with that, Aniki, can you introduce yourself to the All of Us family? Sure can. Um, thanks, Rachel, for having me on board. Um, my, yes, like you said, my name is Aniki Diggy. I am, I call San Francisco my home, but I'm originally from the Washington, D.C. area. And I have been married now for 26 years. Ooh. And uh, yeah, and I've <laughs> raised three daughters, um, 21, 19, and 16 and a half. So mm -hmm. Man. They are um, so fun, so fun to to grow with at this stage. This is a really fun stage of parenting, but I am also um, leading into uh, leading our church family, especially the children's ministry. So I, I am the Epic Kids Director. So I've been doing that for almost five years now. Wow. So that's exciting. And yeah, and I, and I have been on a journey of homeschooling as well. So I have two more years of that, and then I have I'm wrapped up. It's pretty excited. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stop learning, though, Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> I know you won't. You are definitely um, open to learning, which which I'm glad that you said that. The episode before you is I've titled uh, uh, "Open to Learning" um, with Rachel uh, Garcia, and it's really fun that you just said that because. Today, we're going to talk about leading thyself. That's what I've called the episode, mm -hmm. Lead Thyself. Uh, but before we kind of get into it and hear your Jesus journey, I do have to say that you have met two of three of Aniki's daughters on a Recount to Remember uh, volume. Can't remember which one at the time, but uh, two volumes ago, I believe. And mm -hmm. so you've met part of <laughs> her daughters and what a joy they were to have um, on all of us and just to have their voices and their testimony during that time was mm. super powerful. And so now all of us family, you get to meet the mama uh, behind <laughs> all of that. And uh, I had the honor and the privilege to, like I said, at the top of the episode, uh, live and love alongside Aniki and her family um, and at our local church, Epic in San Francisco. And I will say, because I'm obviously a parent at Epic Church San Francisco, and I get to benefit from Anahi's leadership, oh, and I get to see the fruit of uh, how she pours into our community through my children. Um, and I'm not going to talk too much more about that because I will cry because uh, it's just made such a huge impact on their faith mm -hmm. journey and how we get to partner alongside one another uh, is really, really special. So you're getting to meet someone from my life life. And um, mm -hmm. that's a privilege. So with that, Aniki, uh, tell us a little bit about your Jesus journey. What was that like coming to know him? That is a fun story, Rachel. Um, and thank you for your words of encouragement. Um, but Jesus had me start a faith when I was a young child. Um, I was growing up in the Lutheran church. My parents were Lutheran and yeah, I fell away from faith during college. Um, just had a lot of questions, didn't have a lot of answers, didn't have a lot of mentors at the time and came into a, a faith actually after I had met and married my husband, uh, we had met some people that 
that we respected in our, in our lives that said that all of success in life is based on a spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. They invited us to a church, their church. And we were like, okay, we were questioning how we were going to raise children in the future. And mm-hmm. so we, we went and we mm-hmm. checked it out and we were like, Hey, that's kind of a neat concept. Let's learn more. And God just pulled us along on this thread, this really thin thread of, mm-hmm. and learning how to follow um, Jesus. And we gave over our lives to Christ in the year 2000. So it's been 23 years and we're baptized together. It's, it's been so a, <laughs> yeah, super special. Yeah. I love that. This has become one of my favorite questions that I ask every single person that I interview because every Jesus journey is different. Uh, yet there's um, many threads of a person planting a seed or saying a word that brought someone to faith or back to faith. That has been the thread throughout every person that I've interviewed. And so that's always fun to hear. And, you know, I hearing that about how you just asked a question to your friends that you respected about how they lead their family. And their response was just an honest response, but it is totally one of the reasons why y'all were led to the Lord. And so if you're out there and you're thinking, oh, I don't have, you know, the gifting of being an evangelizer. And, you know, I don't know if that's like in me. It's like, okay, maybe that seed isn't in you in that way, but just doing your life and being honest Mm -hmm. about how you're doing your life those are seeds planted, you know, though that is, that could be the catalyst to someone like Anaki and Atula in this uh, story here of mm-hmm. coming to know Jesus. Um, we make it a, a big deal of, of it sometimes of what it looks like to tell people about our faith. And it could literally just be responding in an honest way <laughs> to a, to an <laughs> honest question. So yeah, thank That's you. That's right. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Oh, you're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. So you've shared yeah. your assignments are you're a mother, you're a teacher, you're a leader at our church, um, the homeschooling you mentioned. And so we hear that and we know that. And today mm-hmm. we're talking about leading thyself. So you've got all these different pockets of leadership that you're involved in, um, mm-hmm. but leading thyself, what does that mean? Because that's our subject for today. So how would you, what, how would you define that? Yeah. And that's a, it's, it's a great question because you can't, it's really hard to lead others when you can't lead yourself hmm. or you're, or you're struggling in that, in that aspect. I mean, it can be done, but it's, it's very challenging. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think there's a threefold, three, three ways of leading yourself. And that is in all the aspects of our, of our personhood, which would be soul, Good. body, and, and uh, mind. So yeah. I think those are those three areas. I, it's kind of funny when it, we were, we were talking about the, what that we were going to be talking about. I yeah. looked it up on Webster's. I was like, hey, yeah, well, you know, what's this, what's the thing, you know? And uh, it was just neat to, to see that it was about like almost like leading it. Leadership's a team. You have to lead a team to really make it leadership. So um, yeah. I thought about that, that, that team of um, soul and, and your uh, body yeah. and your mind, it's, it's really all of what encompasses you as a person so yeah, when we lead ourselves well, we're leading in all three of those areas. Right. And so as we think about those three areas, um, how would, what does that look like practically for you? Like, how do you lead your mind, your body, your soul? And I know that that can change from season to season. So I'll just yeah. say, how are you doing that in this season? 
Uh, yes, that's totally right. Um, we do change as the as the kids grow, as we grow. I wish um, it was that easy to where it. Leads. I know. Okay, I think here's the plan. Here's the blueprint. <laughs> Go lead yourself in that way. But that's just not how it works. <laughs> no, no. But there are some different, um, you know, disciplines that we yeah, we need to right. make. I mean, it, and one very simply, if you wake up in the morning and um, you know people have all different rhythms, but for me if I get um, just seated in the Lord and, and stretch my body out, um, mm -hmm. that really, really helps. So I'm, you know, I'm of the age where I'm like, I need to make sure I stay flexible and well into my, you know, to reach my hundreds, you know, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I like to, I like to listen to Lectio 365 as I'm doing yoga in the morning and stretching out. Um, and that's a great way just to get seated in, in, in prayer, and, um, and also just get ready and limber for my day. And um, so I, I really try to do that. I try to couple something um, spiritual with what I'm doing physically or even mentally. Um, and that makes me make sure that I, I hit it during the day because life is busy, sure, but you want to make yeah. sure you hit all those areas and lead yourself in those areas. Mm -hmm. And so I try to do that. Um, so soul, getting in the word, getting in prayer. I do like to... Um, go through the Bible or go through um, studies with my girls. Some That is a way to keep myself accountable. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going through the New Testament right now with my oldest, who's 21, and I'm um, getting a chance to you know, chat with her before she has to go to work. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, and then I do some Bible study with my, my other daughter uh, once a week. And yeah, and then I also take time for journaling. That's really important for me. I notice if I, if I journal the word and I write out the word, I actually interact with it more. And that really helps me in my leadership in all the other areas of my world. So mm -hmm. that's, that's critical. Um, other physical stuff, just like, you know, I mean, yeah. it's crazy with get, keeping your body healthy. Yeah. I've gone through all different seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, yep. Um, and I'm learning, you mentioned yoga and I'm thinking, yeah, or yoga and stretching. And now yeah. as I'm almost 40, I am now seeing how stretching is not like a, maybe I'll think about that. But now it's more of like, no, you need to, or your back will be thrown out. Or, you know, like there's other, there, I'm in a different season is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Stretching has, is, is starting to become um, a part of my daily routine. You also yeah. mentioned, Aniki, um, how some of these, as we're taking care of our mind and our body and soul, some of them overlap and are and are locked or linked together. And, I, and so I think that that's important to point out is, you know, you mentioned well, in, on the blog, you mentioned walking on the beach, you know, like mm -hmm. that is doing something for you. Yes, physically, but also spiritually, you know, yes. like, and so those are intertwining and uh, sometimes it's not just so static of it's it's this thing and this thing and this thing leading ourselves well yes we do need to have routine and structure and be thoughtful about it um, but there's ways in which uh, we can thoughtfully interconnect these things so I think that that was really important that you pointed that out um, and that people hear today that it, it may not look one way in a season it might look different but then they also might be overlapping and linking so thank you for sharing so absolutely well, we're not we're not perfect people here we're not pretending to be by any means because we all fall mm -hmm. short um, I'm sure there has been times where you have fallen short of even the plans that mm. you have for yourself in leading uh, yourself well. And so 
have I could be wrong. I mean, maybe, maybe not, Anaki, but I'm gonna <laughs> guess <laughs> that you have fallen short or failed in some of these areas. And so uh care to share and then I'll share share mine as well. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that that is one of the things I'm so so grateful to hear in scripture and from others, just yeah. like from all of us, is that we all fall short Amen. of the glory of God. You know, that we are not perfect. Yeah. And um that actually is a it's crazy to say, but it's a blessing so that you can really feel like, Hey, it's not, it's not just me. It's, it's everybody. Everybody falls short. It helps me be a better parent to be able to confess our, the things that I've done wrong. And yeah. And I think parenting is one of those things that I've really messed up along the way. Um, but then I, then I've also like learned and grown and, um, I think become better as a result of that. Um, I used to have a really bad temper when it, when it came to my my kids happen, but I hear you <laughs> oh yeah it, I I did when things just did because I you know I'm a recovering perfectionist I like things to have my boxes right but I'm learning just like you're talking about weaving in all the things yeah. I'm learning to hold things a lot more loosely than I used to um but yeah that's that's I used to get really bent out of shape when things the day didn't progress like I wanted it to yeah. So, um, I can remember times where I just would fly off the handle and I would yell at my girls and, um, you know, I, I mentioned in the blog, one thing, you know, one time in particular, I can't even remember exactly what was said to me, but I knew it was some kind of sassy attitude, which, you know, it's girls. Yeah, that'll bring, that'll bring us all, uh, to, to need to ask for the Lord's, uh, forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So I just, you know, I just broke, I mean, I just realized, I think there was just, a, there was a moment there where I realized I can't live like this any longer. Lord, I'm just, I was in a puddle. I was just like, I was just weeping with my daughters and yeah, I would just, I just asked for forgiveness from the Lord, from her. Um, yeah. I'm certainly not perfect with my words any still, but I, I do um, quickly go for, for apologies um, and I think that's how he, he works with us is, is, Hey, listen, I've, I've noticed a difference after that, especially that time that I mentioned of how I've lost some of that anger. It doesn't, doesn't mean that it goes away. I still right. feel angry, right. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I think the Lord is sanctifying is, is working through that process, but yeah. we're, I think we're constantly having to figure out what is it that triggers us. And yeah. how can we grow a longer fuse? And that's what I've had to learn with as far as anger as yeah. one of my ways that I fail. Yeah, I, I can relate. Uh, I, it, losing my patience um, has been a struggle for me and something that I feel like God is continuously having to work with me on. But the the beauty in my mess up and my imperfection and in this area that the Lord has really had to help me to redeem um, <laughs> is uh, the fact that I have seen the, seeing the pattern, seeing the pattern mm -hmm. so that I can do something about it, you know? And so it's, you know what, you have yelled at Maya and Caleb, you know, like three times today, you know, and it's typically because I have not led myself well in other areas. Mm -hmm. And so the, the volcano, if you will, to my children is because I maybe didn't rest well is because I um, don't have bandwidth, you know, like, you know, mm -hmm. so there's other symptoms that have led to the volcano erupting. And right. if I've done that three times in the day, then perhaps that is a reason for me to dig into why am I doing this, right? And so there's a gift on the other side, if we are, if we have eyes to see it, 
um, yeah. of our imperfection, of the areas that we fall short. And thank God that uh, God redeems and shows us and we can make it right, right? I mean, it, it's the apology to my kids, of course, and asking for their forgiveness. But if I keep doing that 20 times, you know, like I, right. I need to see the error of my ways and then turn from that. And so, uh, yeah, it's uh, there's a gift still if we're if we're willing to uh, detach from oh I just messed up and I'm a horrible mom right uh, yes which is which is there for us but yeah thank you for sharing that because we all have these areas right where we where we fall short and we definitely need a savior um, one of the things that you said on the the blog Anaki that I wanted to read I'm going to read your words here so hope, oh sure hear your words. <laughs> oh, um, he said, the discipline of leading myself into daily discussion with Jesus and his word is more challenging when life is humming along, full of people, places, and things which distract my attention away from God. And so how, I mean, you even mentioned it, like being led by the Lord. How do you make sure that you course correct? You know, like it's a discipline to be in discussion with him. So how do you make sure that with all the noise, meaning your life assignments, and they are great assignments that you have, how do you make sure that you are hearing his voice the loudest? What is that? How do you do that? That's a great question. And I think really that means, are am I genuinely coming to him in scripture? Am I genuinely starting out my day with, a, and for me, it's starting my day, but it's for any, it could be any time of the day. Um, are, am I just doing it because I'm checking a box? Because that's not genuine, mm -hmm. I think, um, coming to the Lord and making sure I'm hearing his voice. Yeah. Or is it is it something that I'm I'm like, I might be have put scheduling it part of my day, like okay, yeah, I'm I'm I am um making sure I I get that time with with the Lord and making sure that that becomes a, that is the priority. Yeah. then I can hear him. Mm. If, if I am, it's just another one of many priorities, mm -hmm. then it's just, it becomes, it can become noise. Yes. Um, so I think if you make him the priority, seek his kingdom first, mm -hmm. allow him to speak into the, the spirit to speak in, mm -hmm. then I think you, I'm more likely, I guess, um, mm -hmm. um, to, feel like this is what I'm hearing from him. Mm. Um, it, it's wild. I mean, um, this morning I, I, I was like, Lord, what, what's going on today? Cause I felt like I was going to hear from my daughter who's in Ireland right now mm -hmm. before we talked and wow. sure enough, she called mm -hmm. and it was like, I, I had, and he mm -hmm. was like, the Lord was speaking to me, Hey, you're going to be working through with something with her and just be open and be caring for all the things that might need to be be a parent for mm -hmm. and sure enough that's what I've I ended up doing is about a half hour before I started talking to you is giving a chance just to be open and hearing yeah. and listening and being a parent to her um and you just have to hear that and go and take notice of that yeah, and yeah. A, it does start with a little bit of margin in your schedule yeah. Yeah. You know, and, if you don't have that margin, yeah, then it, 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 like I said, it doesn't become, it comes one of the priorities rather than the priority. 
Right. And it can also just become, and you mentioned this on the blog, like more of a legalistic, like, you know, you were doing all, you mentioned a time in your life where, you know, you were doing all the things, right? You were right. going to church, you're reading your Bible, you're doing the, you know, but you can very much still be disengaged, even though you're doing, you know, and using these wonderful tools that we have at our disposal, our disposal, if you're not really connecting with the Lord and slowing down enough, enough to be with him and hear from him and allow that word to take root in your life, it is just another thing, you know, but the intentionality mm -hmm. of you being in him, there are just gifts that the spirit gives us and implants into us to where you, you can't really explain it. It just is kind of there because he's there, but it can only come from spending time with him. And it's just, it's right. really hard to speak about it because it's like, how would you know? It kind of sounds creepy that you knew that Jane was going to call this morning, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, only the Holy Spirit, you know, that can quicken your spirit and be like, yeah, there's going to be, a, you know, there's going to be something today. And um, the acting on that and knowing that it's coming is is also, I think, spirit led. There will be times mm -hmm. where someone does drop someone on my heart and I reach out or I need to call, you know, call them or connect with them. And I've learned mm -hmm. to listen to, you know, his voice. And literally every time I do that, um, I trust him. I trust that, you know, if you have me reach out or do something or act in a certain way that he's behind it. And nine right. times out of 10, it's, they needed to hear from me that day. They needed to, you know, to me to drop off food or they needed for me to pray with them or, or whatever. Uh, so to be in tune with the spirit, we have to be walking with him. And it's just so, so cool to see that. I also love how literally I was praying before I got on the call with you. And if you're viewing this, you'll see what I'm about to do right now. I'm holding up a sticky. Um, and it says, you can't read my writing, but it says, seek ye first. It's Matthew 6, 33, which you just said, because Whoa. Um, that's what the Lord brought me to, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added mm. to you. And so as we think about that scripture in light of that scripture, that all the things that are added to you, um, when we seek him first, his kingdom, his righteousness, the fruit of that, all the other things are the people that we're leading, the assignments, the all the other things. And so with that, Anaki, how does it pave the road for us leading others well? When we're seeking him first, when we are leading ourselves well, how does that pave the road to doing that for others? Well, I think you can be confident because it's not all um, the things that you've come up with and your, your brain, because mm -hmm. gosh, are we finite? You know, <laughs> we're just one part of, a, of his story. Mm -hmm. Um, so we can be confident that if we're seeking him first, the spirit is speaking through us Man. because there's stuff that comes out that you're like, I don't know how that happened. Right. I am not that smart or special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Right. Um, and so when we know that this, the spirit is speaking, then we can do things more than we can ask or imagine because he's speaking through us. We're just allowing um, God to be, you know, to use our hands and feet and our voice um, and, and our voice is powerful. Mm -hmm. So if we allow his, his spirit to speak through us, then it's, then it, it, it's only natural that the assignments that he gives us, mm. whether it's parenting, whether it's ministry, whether it's the career and the job and your, um, any of the things, it might be the, the texting of the friend that needs a little, yeah. a little help. It's, it's kind of interesting, but that, that could be just a quick little assignment. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and that's what he's called you in that moment. And if you're paying attention 
um, you can you can speak in a really powerful way and lead and in ways that you didn't even think you could. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I have found that because I've walked through all sorts of crazy situations in leadership mm-hmm. um, from, you know, our family to um, to homeschooling groups and leading co-ops and all that kind of thing. And, and boy, our homeschooling mamas, they're, they're amazing, but they're also very independent minded. Yes. And uh, so it can be challenging to lead a whole bunch of independent minded sure. people, you know, it's sure. kind of like ducks, of, yep. you know, gathering ducks or hurting about ducks. leading a whole bunch of parents. <laughs> <laughs> We're easy right. too. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's fun. It is, it is a joy. Really it is. But, and you're finding, then that's part of it too, is the Lord gives you joy in, in parts that are challenging. And then, and you go, that came from him oh, yeah. because I saw him first in that. And I can tell also when, it, when you don't seek him first how hard it is and the pain and then the, the, the burden that you feel. And, you know, it's a tension that we feel between joy and burden that that, that's natural. I think for all things and parenting for any kind of leadership, but when we're pulling in and we're, we're seeking him, I think that makes it so much easier than God, because then God is giving us those talents. I think I mentioned that in the blog is that, you know, and I'm like a lot of times we thought think about this and according to money or or you know the the things that you are very skilled at, yeah. Um, and those are things that God gives. Yeah, He gives yeah. people who have been seeking Him um, consistently and persistently. Then you're able to multiply His efforts yeah. in the leadership that you are doing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you don't, and you just kind of bury those gifts that He gives you, then I think then you're selling yourself short in leadership. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So what is the encouragement for the all of us sister or man that happens to be listening or watching? Because uh, <laughs> if you men do hang out with us, um, <laughs> the encouragement for those that are leading it in sake, like in sacred or in secular spaces or in ministry spaces um, that are, you know, leading, leading all these different assignments and people, but then they're not leading themselves well. What's your encouragement for them? And they're struggling to, to lead themselves well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's kind of like a well, um, we can pour out to others and we keep pouring out and then we can become parched. We can become really dry. And that's, you know, where we feel like we're, we're running on the hamster wheel. We're, we're making things happen in all the different areas that we've felt called to in the past, mm-hmm. but, um, that momentum from the past can only last for so long. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and I've definitely experienced that in some of the years that I've, that I've been, um, serving and in, in ministry in a variety of ways that it, you can run on that momentum for a little while, but if you don't seek him, if you don't like, just go to the living water, that is Jesus, mm-hmm. you are going to just become parched. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, just pondering on this and, and searching scripture and, and Jeremiah 17, I, I just want to read this, Rachel, because yes, I was like, wow, this is, this is so good. He's kind of given us a little, little bit of correction, but in yeah. a way that it's loving, oh Lord, hope of Israel, all who turn away from you will be d- disgraced. They will be buried in the dust of the earth for they've abandoned the Lord, the fountain of living water. Mm-hmm. He's the fountain. Yes. And if you know anything about children, children love playing in fountains, right? We do, don't we? Like, we just, yes. like, there's something about it. I, if mm-hmm. anything, I can remember some of the times in Texas with my, aunt, my in-laws and taking the kids and playing in the fountain 
and just a minute water <laughs> yeah yeah this is true <laughs> totally true um so so yeah i mean we should play in in the fountain that is jesus that is the living water um because if we do that if we find the joy again i think it's easier to leave and i think for the other um all of us sisters I think that hopefully that'll be helpful yeah. to remember. Like he is that joy. We let's play yeah. in that. Yeah. Take ourselves less seriously. Take him seriously. Yeah. That's, you know, I've never seen it this way now that you've said that, but how water playing in the water, like water brings joy, like you said, but it also brings sustenance. You know, it, it, it we need it. It nourishes us, right? It keeps us alive. And that is, that is the Lord to us. Like he, he does bring us, he's our everlasting joy and he gives us what we need. Uh, and he makes mm-hmm. us alive and keeps us alive and gives us what we need to endure the race that is set before us. Right. I mean, right. It was not going to be easy. And so, you know, for those of us that are leading, and I believe all of us are, are leaders in some capacity in our homes, mm-hmm. in a workplace, in ministries, wherever, um, mm-hmm. We're here for the, we want to be here for the long haul. Like God has plans to redeem and restore through each of us in our own places and spaces. And so we want to be around for that. I want to be around for that. I know you do too, Anaki. And yeah, uh, for what he has planned, you know, to do in and through us. So we need that living water that's going to give us uh, nourishment and joy. I love that. I'm never going to forget the fountain. Now I'm such a uh, a visual person and learner. That's how things stick mm-hmm. with me. And, and I won't, mm-hmm. I won't forget that. So I have to ask, since you are children's pastor leader at our church, um, I've got to, I've got to ask the question, but what's at stake, you know, for the kid the mm-hmm. behind us, the generations behind us, um, for those of us, if we're not leading ourselves well, what's at stake mm-hmm. for those who come um, behind us? Yeah. So there's quite a bit at stake. Um, I've been doing quite a deep dive in um, literature and studies that is all about uh, what's happening for next gen, um, because that's part of my role as as a kids director at Epic. And and I just this is my passion for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, There's a great um, study that that was that was put out and published by Lifeway um, Publishing, and they worked with Barna Group. Um, which is a very um, well-respected Christian research group. And um, it's called Flip the Script. It's worth a a look-see. It's a digital um, publication. And they have done, some of the statistics are pretty crazy, Rachel. But if you look at this, this is nuts. That for 61 years between 1948 to 2009, church membership declined by 15%. And almost that same um, that same percentage of decline happened in the next eleven years. Wow! So from two thousand nine to twenty twenty, fourteen percent decline. And between um, Gen Z to millennials, um, fewer than half attended church weekly when they were growing up. Wow! So we're talking about people who are not engaging in spiritual practices that are weekly attendance for people because people need to we're so um we're fickle we forget um you know we really need that constant input of the lord to be able to walk in faith and i think a community helps us to do that and keep us accountable so what's happening is that there's not a foundation being built for gen z and as a result 
you know that that that's going to play out in a very different way than what we might have experienced for our own growing up. Sure. And so that there's a lot on the line. Um, I I see. So yeah. as a result, I think what's ha- what's happening is um, we're going to see some some changes needing to take place in church communities, in faith communities, to be able to reach the next generation in a real and sustainable way to build disciples that have an identity of Jesus and understand that concept of love and faith and how that works together. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, there's, I think it's huge. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there's a lot of people here in our community that, you know, have been church hurt by people in the church, therefore they don't go anymore and they have children. And so we understand that that's real and we're praying for you. And we know that, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, specifically with um, Natalie Runyon, uh, who has her ministry of Raised to Stay and talking about how, you know, to, it's okay to take the time that you need to heal, to mend, but stay plugged in and in Christ and do your best to make your way back, back to the local church, back to the bride of Christ. There is so much that um, is is with us gathering together. Anaki, you mentioned it. There's the correction, correction the encouragement. Um, there's the pouring into, there's a using of your gifts uh, for the body of Christ and then to then move out from there. Um, I always go back to, and I think that this is someone today that's like, I don't want to go back to the church. Like I always go back to Jesus and his life when he was doing his ministry, right? Is that he could have done all that he did without those 12 men around him, but he chose to be in community and to have house church and to bring other people along for a reason Mm -hmm. And to do mm-hmm. ministry and life with them. He could have done everything all on mm-hmm. his own, but he chose to be with a body of believers. And so if Jesus is our example, that then we should follow him. And, and part of that right. is in community with other people in the body. And how that looks, I get it. There, that can look many different ways. Um, right. But statistic is what it is. And that spiritual rhythm and uh, and of going to church and being with a body of believers, there's a reason why the church is called the bride of Christ. And I think we just need to go back to what that meaning is and um, wrestle our way through getting back to the church if we need to. So thank you for sharing that statistic, Anaki. That's super meaningful. Um, Mm. it's the reach back and the reach for that is what God has called us each to do. And, uh, it's, it's very, very important. So, so happy it is here today. I mean, again, I, I could talk to you all day long. I know that much, but we do have our lives. uh, (laughs) Uh, but thank you for being a part of this leadership series and being a part of all of us. Uh, before we go, we have to get into our rapid fire questions. And so, uh, are you ready? I think I'm ready. I'm always up for a little bit of little spice. I, I think I end. need to have. I keep saying this on every episode, but I need to have like a buzzer or something that like, <laughs> like the game show portion. Uh, so anyway, here we go. God is mighty to save. Amen. He is amazing. He is leading ourselves well. Is I think it's critical for the next generation. And I think leading ourselves is living, living water from Jesus for our own growth. Yes. Think of that well, y'all. And all of us 
all of us are better when when we share our stories. Mm, amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, Anika, if people want to reach out to you or if they have resources, any resources that you want to share right here on uh, the recording today, and we'll also put links into the show notes, but anything you want to share with uh, caregivers, family, ministry leaders, whoever you want to speak to now. Sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, I would definitely say flip, flip the script is a, a fantastic digital resource. And I think we can find a way to, to get that available. Another, um, little tiny book that I thought of as I was, I was praying through this was something by Tim Keller, um, amazing pastor and man and, and writer. Um, and that is the freedom of self forget forgetfulness. One of my favorites. Oh, it's, it's just a good solid read. And then another one, if you're looking, I'm in the middle of this book, so I've finished it yet. But if you're looking for prayer guides, um, and I didn't mention this before, Rachel, but it's something by Tyler St Statton, oh, and it's praying like monks, living like fools. Mm -hmm. And this is a an excellent book. And it's just, I mean, and he's speaking really about something that um, even Shauna Pilgrim has been talking about lately in her book, Translating Jesus. And that is about living in the gate at the gate and up on the walls. And, yeah. and it's just so good that we need cont contemplative prayer. And yeah. we also need to be interceding for others. Amen. And, and if we're, you know, these are ways that we can lead ourselves well through prayer, through getting, yeah. getting beyond ourselves a little bit, self-forgetfulness. We're not, we're not trying to be um, people who are, um, only for other people. We also need to care for ourselves, but, yes, you know, but I think that's a, it was a really healthy little book to help us in gut and guiding myself mm -hmm. through this journey. Mm -hmm. So these are, those are three different resources. I think that would be helpful. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing. And since we are taping this from the future or however you say that it's Christmas time. So yes, so you can gift these resources to your friends and family, but since we're talking about leading yourself well, perhaps mm -hmm. this is a gift that you give to yourself uh, with some yes. of these resources. So with that, uh, thank you, Aniki, and all of us, we will see you in the new year. Take care and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks, Rachel.